Hi and welcome to Podcast Guesting Pro. My name is Graham Brown. This is a short mini-series of podcast episodes with an accompanying video about how you as a thought leader can use podcast guesting to grow your personal brand. If you like what you hear in the content of this episode, then go and please check out the videos and the slides that accompany it. You can go to all the W's podcastguesting.pro. Hey everyone, Graham Brown here from Podcast Guesting Pro. We're all about helping you get booked on high quality podcasts. Now, you probably have a bunch of questions and what I'll do today is hopefully answer some of those questions in this video in the next 20 minutes. And if I don't answer all your questions, you can contact me. The details are here right at the bottom of the video. If you go to podcastguesting.pro, you can find out more about how to get booked on quality podcast, as well as book yourself in for a free consultation where you'll get to speak to the team, find out a bit about you and the fit with podcast guesting, how you can build your personal brand, how you can do it at scale. So I'm sure you've got a bunch of questions. So today is really about the commonly asked questions. Now, what do people ask about podcast guesting? And often these are similar questions. So I'm sure a lot of the questions that you have about podcast guesting are questions people have asked already. So allow me to share some of the insights as well as give you some data today and some thoughts to take away and really help yourself answer that question for yourself, which is, is podcast guesting for me and how could it really help my business build my personal brand? So let's jump straight in today. Today is going to be all about the commonly asked questions. So what are those commonly asked questions? And as I said, if I don't cover the questions, you can ask away. The website details are there right in front of you at the bottom of the video. So these are the 10 most commonly asked questions about podcast guesting. And just a little bit of background. What I mean by podcast guesting is where you, the guest, speak on other people's podcasts. Now, the good news is, is there are nearly 5 million podcasts in the world. There are between 50 and 100 million episodes out there. So there's a lot of choice, whether your stick is digital transformation or diversity. There are podcasts out there that speak to audiences who are interested in these subjects already. You know, building an audience these days, folks, is hard. So the good news is, there are people out there called hosts, podcast hosts, who have done the hard work already. They've built and nurtured those communities for you so you can plug in. Obviously, the challenge is finding them and finding good ones. We'll come into that in a minute. We'll look at some of the data and why you need to know how you need to qualify a podcast. And I guess that's probably one of the places we should start. But first, before we get into qualifying podcasts, let's have a look at does it work for you? And the honest answer is it doesn't work for everybody. Podcast guesting doesn't work for everybody. And obviously, by saying this, I'm going to lose some business, but I'll lose the wrong business because, yeah, everybody likes podcasts and people are now used to podcasts, but it's not for everybody. And that's important because it may not work for you but it does work for a group of people who I will talk about in a minute. Where it doesn't work for you, 
and this is being honest, is firstly, you are using the podcast simply to sell. So if that's the case, if you, I mean, I know we all live by selling, like I'm selling now in my own way. And we, if you're in business, whether you're a corporate leader or a consultant, we all have to sell. We live and die by sell, right? That's how it is. However, a podcast isn't a platform for you to hard pitch the hard sale. If that's what you want, then you really, you're better off paying for Facebook or Google ads. So there is a difference with podcast guesting, and this is why it will be good for you and me, maybe my team to have a chat and see if it is a fit for you and how it could work for you, because there is a big difference in acquisition and influence. Meaning if you're going to use a podcast to acquire customers or to influence potential customers. There is a big difference there. If you're in the business of, I need leads because I don't have leads, then you're going to find it hard to make podcast guesting work for you because it's long-term. It's all about building a brand and an asset that could be out there for years to come. And honestly, if you're all about acquisition, just do pay-per-click. That means pay-per-click works for acquisition, but if you want to influence your customers, if you want, for example, people who are in your network, who are on your newsletter, who, you know, maybe floating around your website, downloaded your ebook, haven't signed up or paid for anything yet, you want to influence those people. Those are very valuable leads, prospects, and maybe even existing customers as well. This is where podcast guesting works very well. And that is where you're influencing existing contacts. Because if you're in the business where you have a high ticket product or service, so you're selling a conceptual sale, it's not an off the shelf product, like, you know, some software, $50 a month, that kind of thing. Maybe you're selling a product or a service that may be in the thousands. Um, it may take months to deliver the service. It may be more conceptual, requiring a lot of relationship. And importantly, a lot of it is built around your brand. That's where podcast guesting works really well. So it works really well for consultants, for coaches, and for corporate leaders. Um, anybody who's kind of in a similar role to that, you know, if you're a startup founder, um, you're in, storytelling is important to your business, uh, you're involved in working directly with high-value clients, podcast guesting is a great tool to influence those decisions and drive business long-term. However, if you simply want to get leads, there are better ways. I'm just being honest with you. So one of the things that people ask me is, okay, so if podcast guesting works for me, what kind of podcast can I speak on? And well, there are 5 million podcasts out there. It really is about your business objectives. And this is why we should speak is because the podcast isn't just a platform for you to go and pitch, right? You know, we've talked about that. So how can it really impact your business? You know, podcasts are a great way to build your personal brand. Podcasts are a great way to influence existing conversations. Podcasts are a great way to build your network. And importantly, they are a fantastic tool for you to practice your storytelling and refine your narrative, get feedback on your content. 
So with that in mind, where should you be speaking? What kind of podcast? There's 50 million episodes out there. Where do you start? One of the things that we do with our clients when they start the podcast guesting journey, the first session that we have together is a media profiling session. And the goal of that media profiling session is to establish three uh, points. One is what are your business goals? Secondly is who is your target audience? I want to know exactly who they are. I want to know their names. I want to know their job titles. I want to know their pain points and frustrations. And the last part is what are your key talking points? Now, most people have half of that put together. They know kind of most of it. And maybe they need a little bit of help working through that with somebody like myself to finish that off. And that creates your media profile, your one pager. Then what will happen is, is we will go and take that to the world of podcasts and really cast the net wide. You know, there may be like four or five, I would say like Venn diagram subject areas that overlap each other that you could talk on. And as we get better, as you do more podcasts, as you get more experience, you can kind of refine that and then start focusing on the areas that you really feel moves the needle on your business objectives. Let me show you a little bit about um, the kind of podcasts that are out there. So uh, let's have a look. I'm going to share with you just some examples of the kind of podcasts uh, that you could be speaking on. I'm not going to suggest, you know, these are exactly the podcasts you can speak on, obviously, because it's the choice of the host to feature somebody or not. Um, but I'm just talking about the kind of quality of podcast in the business space. Here's an example of the kind of podcast out there in the business category, you know, very much wide set of subjects. You could be speaking about accounting. You could be speaking about corporate innovation. You could be speaking about space exploration. You could be speaking about venture building. There are a lot of podcasts out there within that. For example, you have. Uh, a lot of different takes on the subject. So, for example, if I wanted to zoom into one of those areas, let's go, for example, into uh, digital transformation. Let's have a look in this sector here. So, what I'm going to show you is just an example of the kind of podcasts that are out there. So, when we talk about digital transformation and leadership, this could be for a corporate leader. This could be for a consultant who is advising corporate leaders. Um, what you have in here are a, a wide range of different podcasts. You have um, ones aimed at specific job titles, obviously CXO. You have ones which may focus more on tech. You may have ones that may focus on other areas of it that may not actually be focused on digital transformation, for example, on the modern customer podcast. Um, but digital transformation may be a part of that conversation. Um, what I want to share with you is that there are a lot of podcasts out there and the quality is very mixed. And yes, you can go and you control thousands, hundreds of thousands of podcasts to find the right podcast for you. But you only have one life and 24 hours in a day. So you know, leverage the data that we've collected. We have a database of nearly 200,000 podcasts that we have labeled. We have experience of working with. We know what they talk about. We know everything, for example, like when their most recent 
episode was. Because bear in mind that 70% of podcasts today have not published in the last three months. So think about that, that if you spend all that time talking to that host or you know sending your email to that host, chances are they may not even be doing that podcast anymore. And if they did, then it may be months and months and months before your podcast episode gets published. So use our data because we've collected a lot of data, firstly about the subjects. So if you want digital transformation, we can find you digital transformation podcasts, not only ones that have that in their title, but ones that also talk about it and related subject areas. We can also identify which podcasts are active. We also know, for example, the ranking of the podcast, which is really important because that gives us an indication on whether or not that podcast is legit, it has a good audience. Um, We also have qualitative data on our experience with that podcast. So we know which podcasts are time wasters. We know which podcasts have really good promotional activities based on our experience with them, which ones are professional and which ones are unprofessional. Saves you a lot of time, saves you a lot of effort in trying to figure out and, you know, blindly work your way through and make the mistakes that obviously, you know, we've made over many years, but we've collected that data and make sure that, you know, people can learn from them so they don't have to make those mistakes as well. So there's a lot of podcasts out there. And the question of what podcast can I speak on? Really, the answer is, firstly, um, you have to identify ones that meet your business objectives, the ones that match your target audience profile, and the ones that also are interested in the talking points that you offer. And a part of what we do um, in the process of working with you on podcast guesting is also, you know, you effectively have like a copywriter in your team who will help make your talking points newsworthy because leadership and digital transformation need to be newsworthy. There's a lot of people talking about these subject areas, but what what is the newsworthy, the nowness of that subject area that a podcast host would want to hear? And obviously, we've got experience working with a lot of podcast hosts. We know what are the keywords they want to hear. Maybe they want to hear about leadership and gender issues or leadership and the future of work, for example, or leadership and remote work. Maybe these are the buzzwords, or maybe they were the buzzwords three months ago. And that's really important because three months ago, those are done. People don't want to know about them anymore. They want to know about the next thing. So a key part of having this team built around you in podcast guesting is those people can work for you. Not only the the subjects that we talked about, which is you know targeting um, the newsworthiness of it, also, but the data part of the podcast. It's like having a data scientist in your team. So a key part of any kind of bot- podcast guesting success is the quality of the podcast that you talk to. We've talked about audience ranking, the active status of the podcast. And there are also factors such as the geography. Uh, we, you know, you know, when you look at a podcast, there's no field in a podcast that says this podcast is lo- located in the United Kingdom or the United States or Australia or India. There's nothing. You have to guess that. And it can be on any platform in the world. So you don't know whose audience is where. Now, the good thing is, is there are tools that we use. We use um, market tools, market databases. We collect that information ourselves so we can identify. If, for example, you said to me, I want to target digital transformation podcasts in Europe or leadership podcasts in Southeast Asia, we have the ability to do that. 
because that data is there. And for you to collect that data, you could collect it yourself, but it's not your job. That's our job. Geography, quality of the guest, quality of the host, the audio quality. You know, you're investing this time in getting out there. You want to make sure that the host respects your brand and your reputation as well. And they're not going to sound like they are recording in a bathroom or a stairwell. So the quality of the podcast is really important. Obviously, we have experience. We understand which podcasts have good quality. So even before you approach a podcast, we know whether or not this is a professional outfit or not. So that's about quality and having almost like a data scientist in your team to be able to sharpen the match between the podcast out there because there's a lot of noise and what really works for you. So we talked a little bit about the alignment between podcasts that are out there and what you want to do and what your objectives are. Let's talk about how it actually works. One thing people often ask is audio, video, live, how does it work? It depends. And that's how it is. Let me make it easier for you. About 66%, so two thirds of all recordings happen with both audio and video. It may be like this. They may be recording via Zoom. Everybody's used to Zoom. A lot of people use Zoom to record podcasts. There are other platforms as well. So two thirds, audio and video. Of those two thirds, most of them will publish the audio on Spotify, iTunes, etc., and then use the audio to promote the podcast. So they'll create snippets. They'll create like a 90-second outtake, a 90-second teaser, promo snippet. Often they'll share that on their social media feed. Often they'll give you a copy so you can share it on your social media feed. And here's a video of you being interviewed on this podcast by this host, you know, with a different setup to the last one. So it looks different, a bit of social proof for you going out on your social feed. They'll share that video with you. Of those that do audio and video, some also publish it to YouTube, which is great. Like we will push this video to YouTube. That's great for discovery purposes for SEO. And then of those, some will also go live, which works for some guests. Some guests love doing live shows. You know, you have the interaction, you have the Q&A from the audience. There's a bit of buzz. It's fun. Some people don't like doing live. So it really depends. And this is part of the data as well that we will collect about podcasts. We'll get to know what your preferences are. You may say, start out, I want to try everything, which is a good policy. And then you may say, I really want to do more lives. I really enjoyed lives. I love the Q&A. I love that kind of buzz, like being on stage, if you like. Or you may say, I don't want to do video ones. I'd rather just kind of do audio only. And we can take that on board and then we can help you identify podcasts that have that in their profile. Okay. So that's a commonly asked question. And obviously it depends. And the great thing is there's lots of choice out there. You can do all of the above and try it all and find out what you're really good at. It's the same also with regions and industries. People have specific focuses. They may say, for example, I want to speak to banking. I want to speak to recruitment, HR. I want to speak to innovation managers, whatever it may be. And they may have a specific sector and a specific geography. And you can do that with podcast guesting. 
you can really narrow that down with good data. That's why you need a data scientist in your team. With good data, you can really narrow that down and you can say, I want to do X, Y in this region and this style. I want to do it live. I want to do e-commerce. I want to do Southeast Asia. Absolutely possible. Obviously, the more focused you get, the less choice you have. So there's a little bit of tweaking both ways that you may have to decide to do really focused ones and then do broader ones. You may say, I want to do e-commerce. I want to do it in this region. But then I also want to do retail, but for the whole of Asia, for example. So keep it open. And we will advise you on that. So when you and I start working together, the first thing is the media profiling session. A lot of this is addressed and we'll put together the plan. And by the way, the plan is always work in progress. So we start off saying, we're going to do this together and with a view to getting some data, some feedback, some experience, and then we'll tweak it. We'll review it on a monthly basis. And that's why it's like working with a team around you. You have the copywriter, you have the business strategist who will help you match podcasts based on your business needs. You'll have the operations manager who will be doing all the heavy lifting and logistics of calendar, talking to hosts, and so on. You even have a sound engineer on your team who can help you set up your microphone, you know, set up the audio in your room or your office, wherever you may be, even advise you on that setup and the settings as well. So you have that person in your team and all of these people will be working behind the scenes to ensure that you don't have to do the work. You just turn up, you turn up, you do the speaking, you do what you're really good at, connecting with people, doing the storytelling, and then you, you go away and it's done until the next one. That's perfect podcast guessing. That's the kind of pod, sorry, that's the kind of podcast guesting that you can do long term. You know, a lot of people go into podcast guesting and think, I can do all of this myself. And absolutely you can, but you can do it when your motivation is high. But motivation is for amateurs, right? Professionals do the work. And the difference between an amateur and a professional is the professional can keep this thing going long term and doesn't rely on really feeling the love for it today. Because what you need to be able to do is podcast guesting on a regular basis, that it doesn't take up a lot of time, that it keeps building momentum, and it keeps building your personal brand on an ongoing basis. Well, you don't have to keep thinking about this thing. It's just there, another episode, done, boom, it's out, published. It's searchable on Google, it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, the content can go on your website. To keep that thing turning over. That's the momentum that you need to make podcast guesting successful because you can't do three or four episodes and boom, suddenly you're a thought leader. Doesn't happen like that, folks. You need to be doing this for weeks, months, who knows, much longer because that's how you build a personal brand. It's a lifetime commitment. So you got to make sure that you're, you know, you're competing in a marathon, not a sprint here. So slow and steady wins the race. Let's talk about the aspect of sharing because I've talked a little bit about SEO and obviously we can help you on the keywords that you should be focusing on when it comes to SEO. So um, often people don't think about this when they're podcast guesting. They just say, I want to talk about these things. Well, those things may contain keywords that help people find you 
you know, if you talk about leadership, people don't search for leadership on Google. And yes, that may help you influence your existing network. But what about the hundreds of thousands of people who may be searching for leadership coaching or maybe searching for, you know, company culture articles or expert opinion or thought leadership? Now, what are the keywords that they search for? What are the ways, the pathways that they can find you through podcast guesting? So that's a little bit of tweaking because if you talk about these things, chances are the host is going to put that keyword in the title and podcasts rank very well on Google. So here's an opportunity for you to get discovered and generate a bit of inbound interest in what you do because, you know, Google is a fire hose of potential traffic, people who may be looking for this stuff. So when it comes to sharing, um, what do you do? What's the process? One of the questions people ask is, can I share the podcast on my channels? And absolutely. So there are many different ways that you can do this. And certainly we can advise you on it and how you can reformat it, what you can do in terms of, you know, taking that content that you've already created and making it work for you a bit harder. So certainly you can share this on your social media channel. Every single episode that you do will get published. You could obviously share the embed from Apple or Spotify. That's one. You can take the social media shareables that the host prepares and share that on your network. That's great because then, you, you know, your followers on LinkedIn may see some new content go through. There's you speaking on another podcast about that thing that you talk about. You could also create this stuff yourself. You can take that content and you can get somebody to reformat it for you easily enough, or you can even get it transcribed. You know, podcasts turn into good uh, SEO content. You can take a 40-minute podcast and that can provide you with a two to 3,000 word transcript, which is keyword heavy. And Google's going to like that. And you could offer that on your blog or your website. You can even turn that into an ebook, give it away for people. That helps sort of continue to reinforce your thought leadership in this space. And you don't have to think about what am I going to write about next? It's already being written for you because you've done the work. And that's the great thing about podcast guesting. It's like this drumbeat. It's like the rhythm of your content marketing strategy. You know, if you're doing four podcast episodes a month, for example, it creates this beat, this backbeat to your content strategy, which is you do these podcasts, you create this content, and then you distribute it through your channel. And that just happens week in, week out. And that takes all the decision overhead out of your content strategy, which is often what derails a content strategy long-term because you're constantly having to think of what do I talk about next? And if you're a decision maker day in, day out, at some point you're going to run out. Decision fatigue is real. So by podcast guesting, what you do is you take all that away. It makes it frictionless. It keeps the momentum going. Like me, you know, I do four podcast episodes a month. I talk about personal branding. I talk about thought leadership. I talk about podcast guesting, which is a bit meta. And I turn up and I get asked a different set of questions and different contexts. This week, it may be about, you know, talking to business owners. This one may be talking to corporate leaders. This podcast may be talking to startup founders. So it's always different. And they're going to be different styles and the podcasts have different formats as well. But the core messaging is the same. 
So I turn up, I connect, we have a really good conversation. The host does all the hard work, putting all that content together, then publishes it, distributes it. And that goes out through my social network as well. And then that will also get reformatted for the blog, for SEO purposes. And all I'm doing is I'm turning up and talking, which is beautiful because then I can focus on running the business. And that's where you create this automation, this machine, your, this workflow in your business that doesn't drain you of decision energy. And that's the power of podcast guessing because you can keep this thing going long-term and it has to keep going long-term to really have an impact and again, be a game changer for you and your business development and your personal brand. I'll talk about um, what you should talk about now, because this is really key when you are at the stage of starting podcast guesting and we're even sort of re-evaluating and appraising your podcast guesting. Some of the questions people ask me are, you know, two different audiences, which should I focus on? Um, it's very common. I haven't yet met one um, thought leader who has one audience. I think that's a dream. We always think, wouldn't it be great if we just talked about this one thing with this one audience? It doesn't happen because there's lots of different people who may be interested in what you have to talk about. Um, so, for example, you may be talking about communication that may be relevant to talent development, HR, L&D inside corporates, but it also may be relevant to teachers or educators. So think about that, that you have multiple audiences. And the great thing about podcast guesting is you can speak to multiple audiences. You know, often that these podcasts have specific audiences. So this one may be focused on talent development. This one may be focused on education strategy. And this one may be focused on teachers. And what I suggest, and this is part of the media profiling ongoing business advice with podcast guesting pro clients is try them all and then see which ones are really working for you. And you, they, you then may decide to double down and focus on one area. You may say, well, I really want to go with the education strategy podcasts because there's enough out there. I really enjoyed those conversations. You know, it may be, it's more aligned with my next book that I'm publishing. That's a choice that you have. And obviously, you can also change that. So many clients that I work with, they're into the podcast guesting journey. And then there's this kind of fork in the road. They feel, you know, I feel like I've done, I've really explored all the conversations that I wanted to about startup entrepreneurship. And now I really want to look at, for example, a different area. I want to go into... Um, health tech, or I want to go into ESG investing or sustainable investments, for example, uh, because I'm really interested in that because you're going to evolve and change as well. And so will your messaging. So always, you know, the, the key with podcast guesting is, is treat it as a journey and it's evolving constantly. And with that team around you, you could ask those questions, you know, what about, I want to start talking about mental health because, that was a chapter in my last book. Tell me, is there enough podcasts out there to do that? And that's absolutely where we can help and advise you. Okay. So when it comes to different audiences, try them all and then narrow it down. When it comes to podcast guesting, often people ask about what they should talk about. 
And this is a really important part of your long-term success and how you engage audiences. And from the off, when we work together on the media profiling session, this is really where we will work on your key talking points because you can talk about many things and you can be on many different podcasts and you can have a wide, very broad subject repertoire as a podcast goes, guest, ghost. And the important part is that of those things that you can talk about, you know, there's sort of an internal core area where you are known. You're that guy doing that thing. So it's a journey to understand what you're really good at. And part of that journey is working with a team who gets to understand you and you getting to understand you, which is really important. And I said one of the key benefits of podcast guesting in the beginning was sharpening your storytelling. And when I look at podcast guesting, I think of it as both the external, extrinsic and intrinsic motivations for business. You know, on the external side, it's all about, you know, building a personal brand. It's all about influencing decisions. It's all about building a network. But on the internal, the intrinsic motivations, it's about being able to express and tell your story in a cohesive way. So if you've led any kind of an interesting life, which I guess many of you are, because that's why you want to get on stage and share your experience and solve problems for people, you probably have a lot of things, a lot of dots that need joining. So maybe you can talk about all these different things, but they maybe don't sit together so comfortably yet. And a key benefit in podcast guesting is it gives you that clarity of insight through practice and often through reflection and introspection that you get on stage, you commit your content to the audience, a real audience. You know, you're not speaking to your friends or you know, your husband or your wife or your kids who are always going to say, yeah, that's amazing. Well done. They're, these are going to be people who are going to give you real feedback. So getting on stage and committing that to an audience will help you learn in the real world, in the wild, what people actually respond to. And it's not just what you talk about, but it's how you talk about it. I often describe podcast guesting to my clients that I work with as like stand-up comedy. You know, I've never done stand-up comedy, but I can see parallels in the fact that you have to get on stage and you have to share your story, share your content to an audience. And that may bomb or they may laugh and get it. And the best comedians, the best stand-ups are constantly testing. They get on stage and I always share with my clients, you know, every time you do a podcast, practice what a stand-up comedian would do. And that's the 80-20 rule. And that is every podcast treated as an opportunity that share 80% of your existing material. So the stuff that you've practiced and practiced and practiced, you know, not as if you're reading it off a script, but you've polished it. So when somebody asks you about that story, you know, tell me what it was like when you sold your business or tell me what it was like when you did that gig for Coca-Cola or you met Elon Musk, whatever it may be. Now, 
you've practiced that. That's the 80%. And then the 20% is doing something new. And that something new may be a new scene, a new skit, a new way of telling things. So, you know, I want to talk about when somebody asks me about when I left the comfortable world of the bank and I started my own thing. And I want to try that a different way. And then you get to talk about it with the host and you get that moment where you can gauge their reaction. Did they get it? It's either going to go over their head or they're going to go, wow, tell me more. And then it's like mental note, like that worked. And that is the power of podcast guessing because every podcast is a stage. Every podcast is an opportunity to answer that question. What should I talk about? Because it's not only the content, is it newsworthy? Are people getting it? But it's how you talk about that is probably more important, which is how you package and deliver that story, but also the language you use. Because now everybody talks about corporate purpose, for example. But if you were talking about that two or three years ago, gone straight over the audience's head. So you have to understand what is the language that my audience uses. And so here you have all your talking points on one side. And on the other side, you have the receptors, if you like, of the audience. And this is what every single podcast guesting um, episode is, an opportunity to align, to find out this is what I talk about, but this is how the audience understands it. So every time that I get on stage, I'm going to work out what are the frameworks that they understand my content by? So that is how you get really good at connecting and engaging with audiences by testing and testing and testing. So when it comes to answering the question, what should I talk about? It should be, you know, you should go out there and test constantly and find out how people understand what you talk about normally, what you talk about on a daily basis. And certainly can help you with that. And a great part of working with a team is you get feedback from us and everything from, you know, asking me to give some feedback on the latest episode to, you know, answering that question when the podcast host says, so Mr. Guest, tell me about yourself. <laughs> You'd be amazed how many, you know, interesting people struggle to answer that question. But having a team around you certainly helps with it. And this really brings me to the next part, which is the time aspect of podcast guesting, which is if you were to do four podcast episodes a month, that's four hours a month, right? Maybe give or take a little bit. If you were to do all this yourself, it's going to be hugely disruptive. If you had to do the research, you had to do the follow-ups, you had to, you know, not necessarily the time, but the mind space that it takes up to create all these workflows and, you know, remember where you were with that podcast conversation, for example. So when we work with guests, our goal is to ensure that the four hours of podcasts that they sign up for a month really takes only four hours of their time. What you really want is the team around you, you know, the copywriter, the data scientist, the business strategist, the operations manager, the podcast coach, and the audio engineer all around you, such that when you turn up, you just turn up and that's it. And turn up, you've got your notes. We give you a briefing document. You know, you trust us because we found really high quality podcasts. We're not going to put you in front of some, you know, schmo who, who doesn't know what he's doing, you know, and put you on a podcast where 
this thing ain't going to get published or, you know, the sound is terrible. So you can trust us. You turn up, got your briefing, bam, you go. You just really be in the moment connecting with that host and having a great conversation and really focusing, not worrying about these things. Just you know, in that moment, focusing on that connection with that host and reading it and getting that feedback. You know, how are they responding? You know, am I really engaging this host? Does that work? The way I told these things is, you know, going down this rabbit hole, is this the right thing to do? And you're constantly reading, 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 and generating that meta awareness that makes you a really good and engaging guest. So if this works really well for you, the time you invest in podcast guesting should really be the time that you're there. Maybe a little bit outside of it. Sometimes there's pre-calls where hosts want to talk to you beforehand just to kind of have a jam with you, which is great. Good opportunity to ask. I always say to the clients, you know, if you have a pre-call because some popular podcasts like it, uh, you know, use that as an opportunity, not for them just to qualify you, but you ask them, you know, I say to clients always try and ask this question. Tell me about your audience. You know, what are the pain points of your audience? What are the frustrations? What keeps them up at night? I want to know that get emotional. I want to know their names. You know, what are their ages? What are their job functions? What are they doing? And get a host to tell you that. And you can get all that kind of background because then when you get on that podcast, you've got that picture in your mind. I'm going to speak to Mary you know, she's 40 years old. She's a corporate comms leader. And these are her frustrations, right? I've got that picture in my head when I'm talking to the host, because there's three people in this conversation. It's not just me and the host. It's me, the host and Mary, right? And that's why having a team around you to remind you these things is really helpful because you can easily just go in there and be like, you know, the rabbit in the headlights, oh, I'm on a podcast. And then, you know, 40 minutes are gone and missed opportunity. So, um, we work with a whole bunch of different clients. You know, sometimes people ask me, you know, do you work with coaches? Do you work with, do you work with people like me? Does it work for people like me? And I'd say to all of you is, um, probably yes, but not hundred percent. Yes, because I need to know a few things and you need to know a few things as well. And that's why before all, you know, before we, we work and we go on this journey with the guests, people like you is we say, let's have a an introductory call, like a discovery call, which is a free consultation. And you can go to the website, you can book in there. Um, there's no obligation. You know, there's no expectation. If you do this call that, you know, it's going to cost you money or we expect you to sign up because we want to make sure that you're comfortable and we want to make sure that you're the right person for this as well. So it's really finding out because the best podcast guesting is long-term. So it has to be something that you're committed to and something that you feel that you can trust us to work with because it meets your business goals as well. So when it comes to the kind of people that we work with, absolutely, um, you know, it's a, a wide mix of clients from coaches to corporate leaders, to consultants, to startup founders, to medical professionals, you know, to authors, TEDx speakers, there's a real mix in there. And you know what they all understand is that business objective of podcast guesting matches what they're trying to do with their business now. And maybe it's not 100% clear at the beginning, but as a part of the discovery call, we can help you understand whether or not this is the right thing to do. And also if the timing is right for you as well. 
So what I would suggest as a follow-on from this is, you know, book yourself a discovery call, you know, a free consultation with my team. It's 20 minutes. You get an idea. We'll also share with you some ideas about the kind of podcast that you could be on. You know, if you were to say to me, for example, you know, I want to be on accountancy podcasts. I want to do it in these markets. What kind of things are there? That's an opportunity to find out what is out there. You know, from that data, we can easily pull up a list and say, look, okay, so here are 30 podcasts in your target market. Of these 30, 25 are active. Um, they talk about these ideas, these key themes. So it gives you some talking points to take away and think, oh, wow, you know, maybe in this niche, everybody's talking about these things. So I should think about that as well. So it will help you on the content side as well. The details will be on the description to this video, or you can easily go to podcastguesting.pro and there's a big button there where you can book yourself a free consultation and you can get informed and learn a little bit more about what kind of podcasts are out there for you. My name is Graham Brown. Thank you for watching and joining me on this video. Hopefully it gives you a, an insight into podcast guesting and how it could work for you, especially the kind of challenges that are out there in podcast guesting. So I want to make sure that it is the right thing for you. And often people love podcasts, but they don't really understand how podcast guesting can help their business. So today, hopefully, I've addressed some of those questions. And if you have any more questions, then you know where to find me on the website, or you can find me, Graham Brown, on LinkedIn. Thank you very much for your time, Podcast Guesting Pro. I'll see you, free consultation. There's the button there. Book that in and we'll chat soon. You've been listening to Podcast Guesting Pro with me, your host, Graham Brown, a short mini-series on how you can use podcast guesting to develop your personal brand story and also as one of the most effective and powerful business development tools. If you're interested in the content from this podcast, then this is what you can do. Go to podcastguesting.pro and you can download my free course this short episodes are available in video format as well with accompanying slides. If you like what you see, go ahead and get yourself a copy and get access to all that content.